I'm Heidi Harris. Welcome to the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do this three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can also catch my live radio broadcast at 670 AM KMZQ in Las Vegas, weekdays 8 to 10. Last week, I had a chance to go to Washington, D.C. for the Federation for American Immigration Reform's annual Hold Their Feet to the Fire event, where I got to chat with a lot of interesting people about the immigration issue and some other issues that are hot-button ones in Washington, D.C. One of my guests was Ann Coulter, and in case you missed my live broadcast, I wanted to share a little of what she had to say because she's always fascinating. We talked about the Kavanaugh hearings. We talked about Donald Trump. And we talked about some other things. Ann Coulter, I've known for years, and it was a great interview. So we'll get to that right after we check in with our sponsor, Donna Francavilla. The Heidi Harris Podcast is heard by tens of thousands of listeners because she's sassy, funny, and lovable. If you'd like to place your message on the podcast, I'll help you get started. I'm Donna Francavilla, owner of Frankly Speaking Communications. I'll voice your message for you for just $100, recorded, edited, and submitted as a special offering. Let me help you tell your story. Write to me at DonnasNiceVoice.com. That's DonnasNiceVoice.com. Last week, I had a chance to chat with Ann Coulter in Washington, D.C. at the Federation for American Immigration Reform's annual Hold Their Feet to the Fire event. Ann Coulter, welcome to the Heidi Harris Show. So happy to see you again. Good to see you. You look fantastic. Thank you. So do you. Yeah, it's well, you know, it's the lighting in here. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm, it's fantastic. I think it's good stuff. So you've got a new book out called Resistance is Futile. Yes. How exciting is that? Yes, it's really fun. It's funny. And everything that's happening is predicted or described in the book. You pred- everything you predicted about Trump <laughs> and all of these kind of things. And you know what amazes me? is these never trumpers what is their what was their plan yeah right what um to it? get on a lot of msnbc and they f- they fit the bill perfectly as i describe in the book the um the media, the non-Fox media, um, MSNBC and CNN, three requirements for any Republican consultant, Republican spokesman, Republican, Republican, lifelong Republican. Um, they have three re- requirements. One is they have to, in some sense, be a Republican. So MSNBC isn't just totally lying. Um, you know, worked for Christy Todd Whitman, right. Republican. Um, number two, they have to be willing to be more vicious about Trump than any liberal would be. Right. Well, that's like Steve Schmidt. Who's, who's snarling so much his spittle is hitting the camera and three they must be physically repulsive um so either they have to look like um you know they should be petting a persian cat and screaming you have failed me number seven or uh they look like they're the ticket counter guy at allegheny airlines in cleveland that's charlie sykes um but it, it, scary I, I, I hope Hicks, I always have suggested, they could send her um, with a, a suitcase full of cash to deliver to Vladimir Putin to actually hack voting machines, and the media couldn't cover it because they don't want people looking at Hope Hicks and thinking, oh, yeah, that's a typical Trump voter. Absolutely not. Thank She's you. way too hot. They, she could do anything. Abs- anything she wants anything. to do. Anything. That is so true. <laughs> We're speaking with Ann Coulter here at the Federation for American Immigration Reform's annual Hold Their Feet to the Fire event. By the way, we're broadcasting live, Facebook Live. And so it's so fun to see. It really is great. Let's talk about the Kavanaugh hearings. I know you've been watching some of them. Yes. Total circus. What amazes me is even this morning when he was talking about 
being you know, independent as a judge and talking about decisions he's made that have been unpopular and decisions other justices have made that were unpopular with the people who appointed him. Even then, somebody got up like a jack-in-the-box right. and started protesting. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, you're totally breaking me, my heart because yesterday I was glued to the hearings because I don't have a job or anything to do. But today I've been at this magnificent conference, hold their feet to the fire. I can't believe this is the first time I've been here. So I'm missing the hearings. I hope I can see the whole – I hope C-SPAN replays them all. Oh, yes. Because yesterday – and I think most normal people with jobs don't realize how crazy this was yesterday with Democratic senators Kamala Harris herself interrupting just the opening statement. The chairman is just trying to gavel things. I object. I object. Right, I object to the entire proceedings. Right. Well, sorry, we're all here. <laughs> it's too late now to object. I mean, there were so many objections to even starting anything yesterday. But here's the thing. Kavanaugh, as you know, Kavanaugh is getting all kinds of great reviews from Democrats, Hillary yeah. voters, Obama voters, yeah. people who normally wouldn't want any kind Akeel of Republican. Lamar at Yale. Very impressive endorsement. Yeah. He's in a, he's, I've, I've, and it's not because he has just endorsed Kavanaugh. I've always admired Akil Lamar. He's a genuine intellectual Yale law professor um, and, and actually cares about ideas. He comes to a lot of Federalist Society events um, and debates. <laughs> that's what, that's kind of the Anglo-Saxon way. That's what we used to do in America. Right. We debate stuff. Now we get on Twitter. Right. And, and, and ban people and censor people. I, I mean, I was just telling you that I, I saw on Twitter that Alex Jones apparently showed up at the um, big Silicon Valley tech hearings, which I think is great. Um, uh, this idea that six years ago he pushed a conspiracy theory. Uh, for Pete's sake, can we go through the conspiracy theories that have been pushed by Michael Moore, right. Spike Lee, um, Rosie O'Donnell? You're a, a conspiracy theory is a conspiracy theory. It isn't hate speech. And the, t the answer in the United States of America, until we become a third world country and, oh, we are on the razor's edge, yes, we are. has been you respond to conspiracy theories with facts. You shoot them down in the marketplace of ideas. It isn't ban these people. And what's been strange is seeing the New York Times and CNN cheering on the banning and shadow banning of conservatives. Um, you were just telling me – wait, can I mention No, it? you can mention It's in my on book. On CBS, you were fired from CBS Radio for saying – Children need a mommy and a daddy? Yeah, that's what I was fired for. <laughs> wow. They didn't say that, but that's the reason. Isn't that crazy? Wow. I know. No, I mean, I'm. I, how can I act like I'm surprised anymore? I know. A point of view that wasn't, concert, wasn't even considered controversial a couple of years ago, much less, you know, yeah, it's crazy. It's and a, that's, that's their happened. new thing. I saw a tweet by Judd Apatow. Um, whom I, I used to kind of like, but wow, he's lost his mind in the ear of Trump. So many people have, which I cover in Resistance is Futile, the end of comedy. And they're, they're, we no longer have late night comedy with, um, you know, set up, surprise ending, and you can't help laughing. Ha ha, I didn't see it coming. Um, no, no, no. Now it's just a long string of invective against Trump. And as long True. as you're attacking Trump, the audience will applaud, applaud, because, you know, that's what you normally do when you hear something funny. You applaud. No, you laugh. A laugh right. is an involuntary a, a thing. A real belly laugh, yeah. Anyway, I saw Apatow saying he was so pleased that, that Bannon was banned from the New Yorker conference. Everybody's making fun of Apatow for saying, I will not attend if Bannon is there. And even like Malcolm Gladwell saying, isn't the point of this to argue? Don't we have free speech in America? Apatow said, yes, but you don't argue with racists. Well, that's their new thing. Anyone who disagrees with them, they just label 
white nationalist, white supremacist, that's, racist. Yeah. And that's how they're allowed not to that's debate. How, that's anyone. how they silence you. I saw this morning, I think it was Huffington Post, had put a story up about how the reason we don't like Kaepernick and Nike is because of race. But we were okay with Tiger and Nike, right? Did I, did I miss something? Everybody bought Everything. Nike because of Tiger. Tiger put Nike on the map. We love Tiger, and now we don't like Kaepernick just because of the color of his skin. What? My friend, and in fact the father of of immigration restriction, I would I would wager to say Peter Brimelow, he had the most beautiful line for this 20 years ago. He said, the modern definition of a racist is a, a conservative winning an argument with a liberal. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> they don't have an argument. You're a racist. Isn't that true? Tell me a little more about your new book. Um, Resistance well, is futile. I want to mention the name again. It's, yes, How the Trump-Hating Left Lost Its Collective Mind. It's fun because I, because I don't have a job. I have time to go back on Nexus and trace the genesis of a lot of these scandals that people have missed. So even on our side, I mean, you don't need to know all this day-to-day boring get-in-the-weeds stuff. Um, I take more of a broad approach, at the at each one of the scandals from different angles. I'll tell you one thing that was as I'm every day I kind of have to pinch myself having written about the McCarthy era and Alger Hiss and Richard Nixon and the pumpkin papers and and lived through, I mean as a college kid, Ronald Reagan while being lectured to by the New York Times that we need, um, no, the Russians, and Dr. Zeus, the Russians are people too, and Sting. Um, no, we were supposed to love the you know, Russians. Uh, it was all a red scare, and oh, Joe McCarthy is crazy. That was back when um, they had the gulags and Stalin, and they're shooting people on sight and imprisoning, you know, hundred, sending to the gulags, artists, scientists. No, that was A-OK a- a- with the left. The, the Russia of the evil empire, that they tell us, well, we need to have a mature relationship with them. But now that Russia is no longer the evil empire, is no longer the Soviet Union, it's just like a normally corrupt country. It's probably a little more corrupt than, I don't know, Italy, probably a little less corrupt, certainly a lot less corrupt than Saudi Arabia, our dear ally. Now suddenly it has to be made the focus of all evil in the world, the most psychotically evil country that has ever existed. Why? Because Hillary Clinton needed a conspiracy theory to just from the DNC emails going up on WikiLeaks. That's absolutely true. We're speaking with Ann Coulter. Do you think there's any chance that they're going to impeach him? And if they do, aren't they more scared of Mike Pence? Um, it's a, that's a very good question. If the, if the Democrats take the House, will they impeach him? Now, keep in mind, I think it's very unlikely they take the Senate. Um, Thank God we need some more nominees in the Supreme Court. I know. That's, that's what I keep telling people. You I may know. not like Dean Heller in Nevada, I but agree. you know what? Think long game. I agree. Think Supreme Court. I agree. And this is Ann Coulter saying that, and I hate Dean Heller because he wait, voted for amnesty. So he's on my list of people I think should go. And yet, I'm telling you, Las Vegas, I'm telling you, Nevada, vote Republican. I would vote for Rubio. I would vote for McCain. I would vote for any of these guys who are turncoats and tried to wreck our country because of the judicial nominees. Bad, bad. Bad things happen when Democrats have a majority. Um, the House, even if they take the House, even then it's kind of a good question because they will look crazy. I mean, they know the Senate won't remove Trump from office, but do they want to spend the next two years doing nothing but putting Adam Schiff on TV and having these <laughs> these insane, having to follow Russia, this, Russia, that? that I'm, I think that would help Trump with his reelection. Um, which reminds me that I think Trump is making a big mistake constantly going after Jeff Sessions, the one member of his administration who's keeping his promises on immigration. Do you believe anything that Jeff, in this new Woodward book at all? 
No, remember he had that book, Veil, where he allegedly snuck into the former CIA head Casey's um, hospital room and Casey admitted all of these outrageous things to him. And Casey's entire family said he was in a coma. And we, the right. family was sitting there. Journalists weren't sneaking in. Um, but, but CNN says he's a respected journalist. Well, that, all that got brushed under the, the memory hole. Yeah, they forgot about the book he wrote about Obama in Afghanistan. They, they didn't love him then. Now they love him. Yeah. yeah. It, well, it's like Omarosa. Did, yeah. they, did they like her when she was a spokesman for Trump? Oh, please. No, I, I ought to try to persuade them that I have all kinds of dirt on Trump in my book. And maybe I could get that interview on Meet the Press. <laughs> yeah, that's what you really need. And Culture, great to see you. The book is resistant. Is futile. Good to see you as Great always. to see you. Well, that was my conversation with Ann Coulter last week in Washington, D.C. Next week, I'll be sharing a little of my conversation with Diamond and Silk. As you know, they are very, very famous YouTube stars, famous Trump supporters, and you know the most important thing? Really, really nice women and children of God, big believers, and it was a great conversation. That'll be coming up next week in a podcast on the Heidi Harris Show podcast. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter, Heidi Harris Show, Facebook, Heidi Harris Show, and theheidiharris.com is my website. You can Check the archives of these podcasts if you don't subscribe at iTunes. But, of course, you can subscribe at iTunes for free. Don't forget to catch my broadcast live from Las Vegas Monday through Friday at 6.70 a.m. KMZQ in Las Vegas. Thrilled to be part of a great lineup there. Until we meet again, remember, you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scottwell. (laughs) 